This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The following podcast contains violent scenes, hard drug use, scenes of a sexual nature and flashing images. Now there's none of that. It does, however, feature strong language. So if you're listening with small children, kindly tell them to The dickheads. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, I had, I had stuff I was going to say and everything, but words don't really do it justice, do they? Hello and welcome to the Scarf Bagala War, your weekly A-sized bundle of guff focusing on county and at the moment England. I'm the returning Nick Lee, joined by the main man Rush Johnson. Hello Rush Johnson! Hello mate, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I feel like I'm on a massive come down after last night, hence the mm. shortest intro in history. How are you feeling? Good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling cock-a-hoop, actually, yeah. Champion. Oh, I'm feeling champion. Or maybe I shouldn't say that yet. It's too early. It's cock-a-hoop too early. is literally the only thing I had written down on my notes. Was it? And you've already taken it, so this is going to be good. Right, what have we got, what's going on tonight and who have we got with us? We have got Matt and Steve. So we've got Matt Dean, who's the podcast founder, creator, host of uh, the Boundary Park Alert System. Welcome, Matt. Thank you very much. Hello. No doubt we'll get to know you a bit more as the pod goes along. And we've got my very good friend, uh, Steve Shipman, who I've known since we were 14, I think, Steve. It's been a long time. How are you doing, mate? mate? Some may say. Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Thanks for having me. Who says it's too long? Well, mainly me. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Can't blame you. (laughs) Uh, So welcome. Uh, Steve is part of Push the Boundary. Um, who are looking for change at Oldham Athletic, and I'm sure we'll come into some of that as well in this pod. Uh, we're going to cover county, bits and bats about county that's happened, but mainly we're here to talk about England. Uh, we'll cover the Ukraine-Denmark matches and look forward to the Italy final. I don't think we've got any titles this week, so we'll just crack on, shall we? Yeah, let's crack on. So, county then. So, we've got the fixtures. Oh, well, the kits have been released, the new kits. They have. 
Three of them. Um, got new signings in the team and in the backroom staff. And there was a county shirt exp- ex- exhibition. Not expedition. That would have been stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, so, it's like just a, a treasure hunt around Edgerly. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, of county shirts. Yeah. The Sherpa. Yeah. You can't do an expedition in a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. The government have made that clear, Steve. <laughs> so, the fixtures then. Um, well, we'll talk about our fixtures and we'll talk about the EFL fixtures as well and how, how sort of this, how, how, how out of line they are. But our fixtures, were any, any stood out for you, Nick? Um. The, uh, the oldest game in history, um, in County versus Altrincham on Boxing Day. It, it's becoming, oh, yeah. it's becoming like the ashes. We need to have like a little. They, they should, they should burn like a Mega Rider bus ticket, and whoever, <laughs> whoever wins gets to keep that in a little thimble. Because it, it, as sure as eggs is eggs, County are going to play Altrincham over Boxing Day and New Year. There's no variation now. But that's the way. That's the way it is. Now we're in the National League. There's a lot of uh, lot of southerners, isn't there? Not these southern sorts. There, there is, but are you not tired of playing Altrincham? I, I just, I just, I just, I just want Oldham away or Rochdale away. We all want Oldham or Rochdale away, of us. You know, I, I want to go on a date with Keely Hawes, but she's having none of it. She won't return my calls, so I just have to put up with Altrincham, don't I? We'll, we'll be, we'll be there, mate. This time next year, Rodney. We'll be uh, <laughs> we'll be going to Oldham and Rochdale away, but for now, I don't. In terms of what it could be over Christmas, I don't mind Altrincham. It's fairly easy to get to. It's a good day out, and they're not like a horrible wanky little club like some other some other Greater Manchester teams I could mention. That are in Norway. That wasn't a dig at Oldham, by the way. <laughs> for once, yeah, I forgot to mention actually that Matt and Steve are actually Oldham fans as well. So. Um, yeah, they're both living Oldham now as well, which is amazing because had we done this a few months earlier, we couldn't have said that. No, I used to live in Dublin, but I missed the bright lights yeah. of the uh, of the big town. You know what I mean? Can't blame you. Can't blame you. Can't blame you at all. Any fixtures for Oldham that stood out for you, lads? Any ones you you fancy going, or is it just literally you can't be asked at the moment? Well, I think because. Yeah, the away games that we're looking at because we're not planning on going to the home games this season because we're uh, we're planning on boycotting. But the first away game is Bradford, so oh, nice. that's a nice, nice. one. Nice, yeah, yeah mm. exactly. So I'm lo- yeah. really looking forward to that one. That's the big one. Oh, I can't Weirdly, wait to I be think it's Bradford probably away like, again. Yeah, like it's like like fixtures like New, like Newport and, and uh, Exeter, which are which are new grounds for me, which. Well, it's not like exciting. At least it's somewhere new to go. But uh, and Forest Forest Green as well. So amazing. I hope you like falafel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because you, 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 when you go down to that division, you think, oh, you know, the ones that are coming up from the conference. It's another ground. Forest, Forest Green away is a bit different. Then you then you sort of get tired of playing them because it's shit, mm-hmm. and you think you should be playing it higher. And then when you go down to the National League like we did, we think, oh, fucking hell, get us out of this league. It's shit. Well, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you call us, but our first our first game in non-league was... I was know, away. yeah. And did, did you go? No, I didn't. Because I remember all, all summer, I was like, oh, yeah, new ground, Forest Green away, yeah, non-league, oh, oh this will be good. And then within five minutes of getting there and getting off the bus, I was just like, oh. 
And I wasn't as cosmopolitan as I am now. So the idea of there being no meat there was a serious affront to me. I couldn't, I couldn't hack it. I basically spent 90 minutes moaning about the fact I couldn't get a burger. Whereas now I think I'd be like, sure, I'll have some hummus. <laughs> it was for me, for me going, going down. I don't know why we've gotten to this. It's probably, I think we just fucking love to hit, kick ourselves in the balls. Don't we? But, <laughs> When we when we went down, every every single week, I thought I thought oh, it doesn't get any lower than this. You know, you get beat seven one by Alfreton, and you always oh, it's six one. Oh, six, remember. mate! Don't be silly. Six, yeah. And then seven nil away at Grimsby, and you just think can't get any worse than this. And then you go down again, and then you think you can't get any worse than this. And, and then you like Rush All Olympic. Yeah, you get beat by Rush All Olympic and fucking Colwyn with, Bay with and fifty eight year old Delhi Adabola up front. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I, yeah, I know I said fixtures. I wasn't really prepared, but I've actually done some research on the fixtures of our promotion rivals. So I'm, oh. I'm nothing if not thorough. Um, so Wrexham, I can reveal, will be playing the same 22 teams in a variety of combinations. Uh, <laughs> Notts County will be doing the same. And Dagenham and Redbridge as well. And It's uncanny. Yeah, mental, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. So by, by the end, by the, think, end of the season, everyone's going to have played the same number of games, which is the very least you can expect from a fair, a fair competition. <laughs> how did it? How did it work with? I was going to say because you take that for granted, but how did it work with Dover last year? Didn't didn't? Oh, Dover just do what the fuck they want. Points. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Dover are just allowed to do what they want, and no one cares. You don't. You can just not turn up for half the season and not get relegated. You can just say, "All right, come back next year." So I think they've got a deduction. They have, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And all their points were taken off the teams that had earned points against them. So we actually dropped we lost three points when they got when they got um expunged. And their point expunged, yeah. Great word. Any excuse to use expunged. But that's what happens, right? In the football league, barring I mean, barring obviously Berry going bump, um and Mac were already down, weren't they? In the in the in the National League and the, the one below and in every division below that, there's always some there's always some shit houseery going on. There's always something, you know, a team can't fulfil something or a team hasn't got this and hasn't got that. Yeah. So you get a team that 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 just isn't interested. Yeah. It's it's just not professional. Yeah, <laughs> but they get a bit of grief at the moment, aren't they? I think is aren't the top the top people or have they got a new top guy or something like that and he's sort of come in and said, Yeah, we know it's not we know it's not great. Yeah, they've got they've got another old white guy, so I'm sure change, change will be a thought. That's what, that's what, that's what football needed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why Dover get away with it because they they have the white cliffs, which have been protecting our nation from, you know, evil across the water <laughs> yeah. for, uh, for many years now. Well, and, um, we, we, know, should, we should make them go and join the Ohi Ohi Ho French League, shouldn't we? <laughs> the, Dover. Oh, yeah, the Ohi Ohi Ho Division Tour. No, oh, come on. Well, our our mall get plenty of players uh, lined up from uh, French fourth division is is a speciality. So, <laughs> <laughs> I wish uh, the White Cliffs of Dover would protect us from him and his recruitment policy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ideally, we drove his car a bit too close to the edge of him. Apparently, I'm meeting him on Saturday when he doesn't know who I am, which is apparently a good thing. I yeah. think I tend to say things like this about him. It's a good job this isn't on YouTube, isn't it? I've, it is, yeah. This is why I didn't want us to branch out. 
<laughs> exactly right. We should try branching out into the uh, EFL, Russ. Uh, Dick, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, oh, nice, one, nine, <laughs> nine minutes, 47 minutes started. We're trying, believe me. <laughs> I know, we spent I know. 17 million on Paddy Madden. We're fucking trying. <laughs> <laughs> 17 million. Apparently. That's what I read on the uh, the National League F- uh, Facebook group, yeah. It goes well, up I'm every sure it'll turn out to be a good investment. Don't worry. <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. Um, uh, let's move on to the county shirts and 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 Oldham shirts as well because you, you've got a pretty nice one to be fair. I'm not sure about the prices though, uh, but ours we've got a really really popular third kit, uh, which is pink, which has been flying off the shelves by all accounts. Yeah, I love a shirt in a funky colour. That, that, that's I can see what they mean when they said it is it is very county. Because that's how they teased it, wasn't it? They said it's very county and very different. Well, uh, well yeah. They, well, they said it's very county, and it's 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 a sort of like a nod to to the the ambitions and the objectives of the club, which is to get into the yeah, championship yeah, in seven years. Oh, sorry, I, I, I I'm didn't sure, see that shirt. I'm not sure. Championship. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> neither did I. <laughs> what, what's the what's the white kit? Is that the that's the second kit, yeah. And then we've got... Right, yeah. okay. We don't have first, second and third. We have home away and alternate away nowadays. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I mean, it, it looks as though all the design went into the pink one, didn't it? Because I'm not sure... It must have been late for a pub meeting or something. <laughs> they must have had a table, but... Yeah. We didn't. They definitely went, let's have a look at the second alternative kit and went, oh, should we just put... Like a badge on it. <laughs> yeah, just stick stick a few black patches on the front of that one. But I've, yeah. I've, a lot of people <laughs> yeah. say I think the pink the pink one is the it's a bespoke one that no one's got. Whereas I think the blue and white ones are both from the Puma catalogue. Mm. I think. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the white one's meant to be a sort of a homage to the nineteen sixty seven. Yes. Title winning kit, isn't it? Yes. So it's got it's got this got a kind of granddad collar, I think. Yeah, but, oh, right. well, it's got denture fluid that. down it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Smells a bit like wig. <laughs> <laughs> really authentic. Yeah, yeah. That's, un- that's unfair. It smells a lot like wig. <laughs> Coming to an allotment near you soon. <laughs> yeah, kit, yeah. We should do a kit launch. Kit launch on an allotment. <laughs> but what's the best kit launch our best kit launch was when they did it at Robinson's Brewery they just dragged out a couple of Shire horses and they the Shire horses did not look happy to be involved I don't know how they got the shirt on the horses to be honest but... is that Mark Radcliffe and Lard's band you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they won't be happy they're City fans aren't they yeah yeah. they'll be dragged to a Stockport kit launch for like I don't think we've ever had a kit launch have we Steve I think all, all City fans live in Stockport, don't they? Yeah, so they do. Fucking full of the bastards. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, we did, we did have a we did have a kit launch. We did have, remember we had we got Michelle Marsh. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That that probably stands out as the best. Uh, there was a lot about that that stood out. There was, there was, yeah, yeah. A lot of people won't know what you're on about there, but I, 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 I was the prevailing about, Zoo magazine back in the uh, talking about London. tits, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen tits. I've got the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, that's probably so the best one for us. I like this podcast. It's good, isn't it? It's not normal, <laughs> it? I might listen to it. 
Oh, like this one, not the rest of them. <laughs> so, Michelle Marsh, then, she's not I'm really bad with stuff like this. She's not the one out of ASA, is she? No, it's Kim Marsh. No, that's no. Kim Marsh. Oh, that's no, Kim, Kim Marsh, Marsh right. Yeah. Uh, right. I don't know Michelle Marsh. Michelle Marsh was a Zoo magazine, Lads Mag special. She had charms, didn't she? As they, would, yeah. as they would have said back in the day. She and she good, married... Good friends a, with uh, Lucy Pender. Yeah. Yes. She married Will, right. Will Haining, didn't she? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, who was our captain. Yeah. There we go. Ah. See? I, I, know, I know my uh, my shit, naughty lad culture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was somewhere on the on the scale of Posh and Beck's. <laughs> yeah, quite a long way down but that scale. More of a smell of pastry. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> it was the Greg's they were, version. Yeah. They were an old and power couple. I'm just trying to think of who has ever been a Stockport power couple. Me and Russ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I don't think there has been a Stockport power couple, has they? I wouldn't um, know. Um, we could pick two of Blossoms. Couldn't they? They've got quite long hair. <laughs> anyway, should we move on? Um, uh, well, what about your kit? Because you, uh, our, our prices are all right. Actually, our shirts forty quid. They've not they've not released the um, the, the training kits. You know, the training wear and the casual wear yet. Um, but it was pretty pretty reasonably priced last season, as as I seem to remember. What's yeah. going on over at your place? Well, I think they've was... set the prices quite high because they're only expecting to start slight. You know, margins need to be. They're only expecting to sell about seven <laughs> or eight. So, like, <laughs> Um, you, you know, that's the issue, I think. What I've found is that the prices are going to be very reasonable next year when you buy this year's kit off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like listening to us like five years ago, isn't it, Russ? Yeah, it's it it funny. Yeah. It's like someone's just like, um, what's the, it, the weird fella from Back to the Future? The weird, the weird fella from Back to the Future. He's, he's just coming and taking me back, and yeah, we're, we're listening to us all over again. Oh, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> we, we, um, there was a tracksuit top, so they really they did the kit launch. And to be fair, you know, it's, 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 it's not a bad kit. You know, it's, it's like iron on badge, which I'm less than, less than happy about. What's happened to a good old embroidered badge, eh? Where mm. Yeah, um, they're more expensive. Then, um, bad, yeah, to produce and uh, you know it's forty five quid for the shirt, so they need to max that <laughs> that that margin, don't they? So yeah, well yeah, we've got a new yeah. badge as well, haven't we, Steve? We've got a new design. We we have we have got a new badge. Yes, it's very um, Sheffield Wednesday like. I would I would probably say Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. Hotspur, like. I'm assuming that's made a lot of people very sad and has led to a lot of confusion, as these things normally do. Um, I think it, mixed emotions. I think about the badge, as 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 there is with most things latex related at the minute. But um, I, I think it's all right. I, I don't I don't mind it. Um, it's better than the last badge that we had, but not as good as the one before that. That I think is yeah, that's always yeah, the problem when you're changing regularly. That's always the way, and I, I feel I kind of feel the mm. same about. I, 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 we changed ours about this time last year, and I'm I'm not a big fan really. I think it's just a bit too similar to plenty of others. So it's very, yeah, very much well, the, to me. The, yeah, but the biggest yeah. thing about our new badge um, that there was a big of an uproar about was it has it has 1883 twice on it. Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme, it's it's not up there with like the children of the Calcutta Railways or well, no, obviously, but you put them the government, you, but it's bad, yeah. 
Boy, boy, you would have thought it at the time, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, if, it was on, it was on, it was on BBC World yeah. at the time. You would have thought. I know, you know. I know that. I know that you're like you're a division below us, but I, mean, I swear to God, if that's the worst thing you've got to worry about, then. Well, exactly. Yeah. 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 I know. I know, you've, I know you've been through it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to belittle that. But um. But yeah, I think we had a. They, they actually released a, a training top alongside like a tracksuit top, um, and. Um, it was like seventy quid, or something. Mm. Quite nice, but it's like, but but it's seventy quid, and it's like you know the club are like, oh well, you know Hummel set the prices, um, and then within a day it had gone down to sixty quid. So I reckon like, by the end of the week we'll be quite full. Yeah, we're paying you by Monday. <laughs> keep this up. Yeah, <laughs> go and get your Hummel chat yeah. suits off and get a free tenner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, still, I don't think we've got a shirt sponsor yet. You know, so. That's, that's that's not great. Ooh. I'm not sure sponsors, in fact, at this stage. You've not got a shirt sponsor? No, 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 we've well, not. Hell. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> we, last season we yeah. had a shirt sponsor and then they pulled out um, and then we didn't have a shirt sponsor and then we got the Community Trust uh, logo splattered on the front of it for the last couple of games. You, but, but if you look closely, you could just about see the old sponsor on the shirt underneath it because they're literally <laughs> just like iron at the top. <laughs> Because you know, we're good, we're, we're classy like that. You'd think um, a local boy done good like Paul Scholes would, would want to invest in a football club close to his home, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, 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 I don't I think, think he wants to give he's... any money to those owners, though. No, I don't. Um, I don't blame him. To be fair. Yeah, no, he's not the only yeah. one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but hey. okay, let's move on to uh, ins and outs. So. For County, we've signed a new. Well, I think we've signed both of them. Or were they, were they on freeze? I'm not sure. Nick will tell me because you're the finance person, aren't you, Nick? I'm not. But anyway, yeah, you, you're always going on about how much we're spending and getting a bit worried about it. Whereas I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Um, what's the film with Leonardo DiCaprio? Titanic. Wolf of Wall. No, Wolf of Wall Street. No, you're Titanic. I'm Wolf <laughs> oh, yeah, of Wall yeah. Street. If, if this is Titanic, <laughs> mate, you're fucking off on that door, aren't you? At the end and not letting me on. That's it. <laughs> oh, so, so, Nick, we've got a bit of money and we've got a big fucking door. That's what it's going to be. Is that the Stockport County story in movies? Is it in DiCaprio movies? So Titanic, because obviously he sank really, really yeah, low. Yeah. And then your next thing, you Wolf of Wall Street flashing all the cash. That doesn't end too well, though, does it? <laughs> uh, he's, he's, well, I don't know. He's all right, isn't he? He's still, he's still, he's still got his own yacht and stuff, hasn't he? After he gets out of prison. Guy, in yeah. real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, after he gets out of prison. Yes. Yeah, so. He is. In, in, um, the thing is, in the course of the film, he is just an irredeemable wanker, which is what we're going to become. <laughs> like City. Yes, exactly. That's exactly no, it. It's it's like, yeah, already. like City, it's yeah. Happening. Salford and, yeah. It's, it, we, have, we have to sort of check ourselves not to be dicks. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't. Before you say something like, you know. I couldn't get a ticket in the ballot. For the last home game, but there was there was some guy sat there, like the shape of a cartoon apple, wearing a Man City shirt. So, oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that as well. So, what, what, I saw you all bitching them all. What can it. you do? What yeah. can you do? That's that's support. Some people are just Shop. simple. Why would you do it? It's quite antagonistic, that... isn't it? I mean, back in the when I first started going football, you wouldn't have got you'd have been battered. Well, if you'd have done yeah, that. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not suggesting that that's a, um, you know a good thing, but I mean. Things have changed, haven't they? You can do it now. I don't know what kind of stick he got, but uh... well, it's like you look at these people now. Like if you look at Lawrence Fox on Twitter, as I'm sure we all have at some point, and you, you just think 
That's that's what happens when parents aren't allowed to tell the kids your shit. You're di- you're diabolical, you are. I wish I'd never had you. If parents were just allowed to say that to the kids, then we won't get this shit. That's that's my two pence worth anyway. This is a party political podcast <laughs> by this guy. <laughs> I know it's nothing to do with what we were saying, but it was just on my mind, you know. I, I can't help what's on my mind, can I? I was I was I was more annoyed about that shirt and the guy in it than uh, than the actual game that day and we lost one nil in the playoff semi final. Yeah. We we deserved to lose, so I wasn't really asked about that. It was the shirt that did me head in. Anyway, I don't, I don't know if this is a uh, if it's a sore subject, but um, like, do you think it was a red card in that game? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He fucking I, I, he stood. He stood. He studied. He studied Elliot Newby's neck. Yeah. I, I don't see it, how it can't be. There seems to be this new thing in football where, like, it, it, if if you tackle like sort of from the ground up to the knee, it's a red card. But it's almost yeah. <laughs> different rules apply. It's like, oh yeah, but he had his eyes on the ball. It's like, yeah, but he had his fucking like foot in his neck. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't really matter. And, and then last, well, well, we'll get on to England later. But last night, Harry Maguire got a yellow card for winning a header. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I just, I just, I, I don't. When when there is a weird decision or something that people get a bit contentious about, I don't even bother having an opinion anymore because I just don't know what. I should be thinking. I just don't know what the rules are anymore. I've not got a clue. I mean, we've all kind of got used to offsides being judged pretty well this summer. But when the Premier League starts in August, it's going to be mayhem again. Oh, yeah. We're the problem. It's quite clear that the problem when it comes to video refereeing is the way the Premier League enforce it. No one else has a problem. No, it's been good over the Euros, hasn't it? Actually, I've, I've, I've not actually. I can't, couldn't actually pinpoint a bad referee in performance in the whole tournament until last night. And I think, I think last night it was equally awful for both teams, which we'll get yeah. to. Yeah, go with that. Yeah, agree. Um, so let's quickly just touch on the players. So we, we've signed. Is it? Is it Ben Whitfield? Yeah, from Torquay. From Torquay, so all their fans got a bit salty, didn't they, yesterday about it? And it was very. Ball. Oh, I didn't want to shag her anyway. And it, that's it. Yeah, yeah. they've, they've yeah. all been creeping up his ass for the last six months. Well, they've been going for promotion, and and now all of a sudden, oh no, no, he's shit. Well, it, it, did, yeah. it did all right for now, you, you know. Now he's signed for a bigger and better. That's club. A, a, a more yeah. ambitious club as well. I'd say. <laughs> And we signed a keeper as well who looks like he's just come from WWF wrestling. Yeah, yeah he's, he's huge. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not telling him he's not playing. I really, no. I've just got an image of him in little trunks with like <laughs> things around his arms coming running onto the pitch. That sounds rough. Like holding his ear. Like... <laughs> um. So that was that was Ewan Ross, I think his name is, and then we, we, we well, not signed. Do you do you sign an do you sign an assistant manager? We got an assist, a new, another assistant manager because uh, we have more than one now assistant managers. Uh, Mark Beard, who was Brighton's under eighteen manager, which just says to me we're we're trying to follow some sort of Brighton model, aren't we? Yeah, style of play, probably even set up as well. Uh, that's what that's what it's that's what it all starting to sort of say to me. Yeah, it's, it seems. Yeah, I'm. It's it's been a bit of a rejig, re- hasn't it? Because D- Dave Conlon's doing his masters, is he? 
See, this is where yeah. it still feels very non-league in that we know the intimate details of the qualifications <laughs> one of our coaches is trying to earn. That's where, that's like, yeah, we're still non-league because we know all this. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's been a bit of a reshuffle, haven't there? And it's, which fair, fair enough, obviously Rusk's had time to bed in now. He's going to know what he needs. So he wants to, bring, yeah. he's obviously bringing in someone that he's worked with before. So more, more power to him. That's what we want. I think yeah. copying so, the model of a successful football club is not necessarily a bad idea. I mean, our no. our our, our uh, owner has brought in his brother, whose finest football achievement was filling his nineteen eighty four Panini <laughs> soccer album uh, sticker album. And uh, so, I think he know, used to be with us. Him, I think we had him before. Yeah, we've had people like that. Yeah, people like that. Yeah, so you know, mm. not necessarily a bad a bad move, is it? I bet he even do it. I bet he didn't even do it properly, though. I bet he like like stole some. Stickers off kids. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> there's a, a warrant out. I bet he didn't even put the stickers in, like within the lines. He just stuck. Yeah, them but they were wonky and stuff. Yeah. yeah, just like what a dick. God. Yeah, proper dick. <laughs> I'm meeting him on. But yeah, we've got we've got Rusky who was who was the under twenty three manager, under twenty three's manager, and now we've got Mark Beard who was the under eighteen. Yeah, so it's panic station is down on the south coast, isn't it? They don't have a. They don't have I know. A yeah, loot the loser. Graham anything, Potter can't get can't get anyone to make him a brew for love nor money. It's a nightmare. You <laughs> <laughs> have to bring his own in. Yeah, and we got and we got two ex players as well, at Brighton, haven't we? Collar and Rydal. They're they're both ex Brighton. Yeah, aren't and they? and there's rumours that uh, the. The um, youth academy. Well, it's not a youth academy, is it? But the the youth product Jack Hinchy is apparently off to Brighton as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just thought of something which might be relevant in the future. But if you think about it, with the, the melting of the of the polar ice caps, clubs like Brighton, Torquay, Dover, etc., are going to be underwater. I'm trying to sound like Alan Partridge here in the. Uh, in, in the uh, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, clubs like Oldham will be. Will be the powerhouses up on the hill. Will be. Is that what? Is that what you're waiting for? Is that yeah. what you're banking on? That's what we're waiting for. Yeah, yeah. But Stockport's <laughs> just safer than Torquay and Brighton at the minute. I think so. Yeah, we knew this from day one. We were playing a long game. <laughs> it's a long game. Yeah, it's a marathon. Not <laughs> <laughs> or it's a you know transatlantic boat race, not a. He's got a heart like a, uh, a heart like a 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 just before we got to England, tell us a bit briefly about what's happening at Oldham and, and what I mean. You've, you've you've touched on it a bit while while we've been talking, but just you know, just just generally what's going on and what the problem is. Well, it's, it's just it's a, well, a massive, a massive ship. I'm just waiting for the ice caps to melt until we. Can. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be us and West Brom fighting it out yeah. every year. <laughs> I tell you what we're trying to do. I'm sat in here. I've got the heating on. I've got all the lights on. I'm trying to get through as much electricity as I can. You know, we're trying to contribute as much as possible to the uh, to the melting of it. We have an anti-environmental policy at Oldham. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least, uh, it's just a, it's just an absolute. 
disaster, to be honest. It's disaster after disaster. disaster. Um, you've got, like Matt said, you've got the owner who's got his sporting, di- uh, sporting director in, um, who's his brother. You've got substandard players when you got people walking away from the club, not renewing season tickets. Just like the the, the communication out of the club is, is terrible. Fans are finding out important news from within the club, you know, via other means. You've got 80 or 90 staff that have left, joined and left the club in the last three years. It's just, yeah, it's just an absolute nightmare, to be honest. And, and you know, I think all we're trying to do is raise as many red flags as we possibly can, keep people engaged for when it, it does get better. But, you know, it, sometimes it can be a bit like banging your head against the You're pretty much going through what... Um... Pretty much every, every well, I was going to say every club, but every, every proper club, fans of every proper club kind of go through this at some point where you, the owners of your club just, it's almost as if they're saying like, oh, are you drowning? Do you want some more water? Because it's just one one <laughs> thing after another and it's just, is this going to fucking end? You know what I mean? It, it's, uh, yeah, you, you keep thinking at every, every low point is the yeah. lowest point and then you just, you just find something new, but it's, <laughs> It's just frustrating because, like, you know, we're obviously seeing what's happened to you guys and, like, you know, and to Barry and Mark and teams like that. And, and it's like, it's almost like everybody can see what's going to happen except us. Well, that, that's the weird thing. Like, over the last few not years. We're willing to do anything about it. At one point, well, we were waiting years to get this investment. A, a line actually said by county fans was, well, older have managed to get investment. Why haven't we? And now you, you look at how, that's, how, how mm. things have gone in the two or three years yeah. since then. It's just fucking hell. It's mad. What we've been yeah. trying to do with our podcast, Nick, is like we had you guys on, um, I think it was the fourth episode. Mm. And the problem we've got at Oldham is we've got an ineffective club, people running the club, and we've got an ineffective supporters yeah. trust. And what we've been trying to do on our podcast is trying to highlight these these two things. And we've been trying to be proactive and helpful and bring in examples. We've had people from Leighton Orient, Brentford, Blackpool, um, yourselves, Portsmouth, Exeter. Um, Exeter. We've been we've been highlighting what other clubs, other supporters trust have done well, so that and 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 the 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 type of investment and people they've attracted to the club as a result of having a stronger, well organised supporters foundation. And now our supporters foundation, they don't even listen to to the podcast. They don't get involved. You have to drag them <laughs> off. And and it's just and you know and we can't the same with the club. The owners just will not listen to push the boundary. They will not listen to the supporters. We've had a, the lads have organised the petitions. Three thousand people have signed it, saying we want you to sell the club. And they're just like la 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 la. Wait for the ice cap yep. to melt. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And <laughs> it's just it's all we want is we just want these organisations that are supposed to you know value us as 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 customers, as fans, as as people. To give us show us some respect and listen and pay attention and they don't and so now we're we're rolling our sleeves up and we're saying right well this is going to change we're going to get this sorted out and that's where we're that's where we're at because it's our club yeah yeah so we we went through the same I think I think Mark stopped it I think it was the whole discussion phase was two yeah, years yeah there's a lot of hoops I think yeah both both. In terms of the council making him jump through hoops, and I think the pre- the previous owners, because yeah. to their credit, they made sure he was it was the right person coming in. Yeah. So once once we cleared the decks and and got it to stable, you know, through fans movements and through 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 getting rid of shareholders and things like that, I, th- I think we got a lot mm. of interest. 
But the the owner, Richard Park, who's still on the board, I think, he was he was determined not to just let it go to anybody because of what had yeah. happened in the past. So Mark Stott, with all you know, you think Mark Stott is worth hundreds of millions. He had to go through loads of jump through loads of hoops with his money, with his ideas, with his plans. And it two so days that, at in any point he could have just gone, oh, I'll, I'll fuck off down to Macclesfield and buy them or, or yeah. any other club in the area. <clears throat> so I think I think that's how they knew knew he was a one. The fact he's, he's willing, you know, he's a busy guy and he's willing to commit the time to getting a deal over the line, as it were. Yeah. And yeah. so far, it's been a lot more good than bad, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd say nine so, out of 10 so far in, in his reign, if I, if I was giving it a mark, I'd say. Mm. We get a lot of this, don't we, Steve? Like, oh, well, who's going to buy the club if you want Ad Bell to walk away? Who's going to pay the bills? And like, we keep saying, look, you, it's an attractive proposition. It's old and athletic. We're not. You know, we're not the biggest club in the world, but we're a good buy compared to it. Like you look mm. at the other clubs in the division and the potential and the fan base and all the rest of it. But there's a lot of work that we have to do to make the club even more attractive mm. to investors. And we have to come together and, and it's very, dis- I mean, we didn't even touch on, Steve didn't even touch on some of the issues around the stadium ownership, the the North mm. stand. And there's loads of, there's other things that, that we've not even touched on, but yeah, I mean, you, you have to play the long game, don't you, with it? Um, mm. And and you have to have some vision. Um, and that's what that's what we're trying to do. I, I'm really happy now because there's there's good people that are getting their heads together, and 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 we're really trying to make it make a difference. And we will. But it's got to that point now where we when we we've let the idiots try over and over again. The apathy has has has, has affected us all, but now it's war it's wore off. And it's like we we're just gonna have to if 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 we're just gonna have to do it ourselves. We're just gonna. But have you to can do it. you can definitely so see the are. difference in your outlook though. From like you said, we me and Russ came on your fourth podcast, and having listened to some of the more recent ones, it definitely seems as though you're getting things together now. But you are you are getting people starting to get people on side now, which is that often that's the hardest bit actually getting people on side. Once you, once you've got that, you've yeah. got to start getting think- the momentum going. Everybody's got a tipping point. I mean, I don't know what it, it was. Probably exactly the same with you guys as well. You know, I mean, you, you go sort of, you start to sort of drift down through the leagues, and and things. You know, bad news kind of starts to come out the club on a more regular basis, and everybody's got that point where they go, right, that's yeah. enough for me. I think you know, from in the last sort of eighteen months, even in the last twelve months, I think it's just more and more now. Like, in more people standing up, going, you know what, that's. You know, this is not for me anymore. I can't. I, I've I've done this all my life, but I can't keep putting yeah. money into it. Um, you know, but as as I'm sure you guys had as well. You know, you've also got your people who go, um, I can't do this anymore, and then they go, Oh, well, that's a nice kit, and he's a decent player that we've yeah. signed. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Now, and it's like, we, you know, what we're trying to do is deal with the root cause of the problem, not not the fact that we, you know we're not spending loads of money on players. It's it's not about that. It's about it's about yeah. culture um, and building for the future, and that that isn't what we're doing. Yeah, happy clappers, I think we call them, don't we? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just Look at the shiny, there, shiny, yeah, blind. Yeah, mm. I've said it before on the on on this podcast many times. When I was canvassing for the co-op, I was called a trouble mm. causer on many occasions. You're just causing trouble. What, what, what's this? What's this mm. co-op? Well. 
Look who's yeah. laughing now. Yeah, I'm, relish, I'm relishing that now, Russ. I, my main aim is to be a, as big a trouble causer as I possibly can be and to piss mm. off as many of those people as I can and to shake it up as much as I can. That's that's my remit now because that's what's needed. You know? Right, so, at that point, we'll just play the I'm, I'm also... in the UK by the pistols at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, well, the... I, con- I... the the tone of the podcast has always been trying to be as balanced as possible. We'll hear everybody's views. It's like Brian Clough mm. said, come in. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Uh, <laughs> I'll let you have you say what you want, say what you want, and then we'll agree that I'm right. You know. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we, we we are trying to bring the fans together. We are trying to do it right. But you're always going to have to piss some people off, aren't you? And and, and like, of course, yeah. We're frustrated yeah. with those people who are just prepared to carry on letting it go on. I mean, yeah. like it, Steve says, there has to be a point where you just have to say, nah, enough's enough. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, definitely. you know, we've, we've, we've gone through enough, like, you know, something, something needs to happen. Like you've got to, you've got to roll your sleeves up. And I think that's the point, you know, we all just want to go and watch the team. That's all we want to do is go and support and not have to worry about any other, any of the other shit. But, um, you know, at some point, if you back yourself and you feel like you've got the skills to try and help, then that's when you stand up and you go, right, I'm going to do something about this. And and I think that's where we're at. Definitely. Um, if, if it goes if it goes tits, then at least we can look each other in the eye and say, you know what, we we gave it a, we gave it a bloody good go. What was that point for you, Russ? The point where you thought, right, this is as bad as it's going to get now. Shit needs to change. What what was the what was that for you? Um, that's a really good question. For that. me, it was when we were in the national, um, we the national north. We were, we'd be around the playoffs in January, and then we'd have to sell our best players to teams like Fylde, and then we'd finish the season with like a team full of seventeen-year-olds. That that was it for me when we were having to sell, sell to Fylde mid-season to balance the books. I don't know. I think for me, it was when we actually went down to the conference because that, that, that was when I started to get involved not long after with the co-op mm. to try and ring some changes. Um, and yeah, so so you can imagine my, my tipping point was going down to the conference. Then we went down to the conference north. And then you go down to, you know, I think we finished 14th or 15th, yeah. didn't we, the first yeah. season? Something like that in the conference north. And you're just like we're getting beat by Vauxhall Motors here, and you know. But my tipping point was was a, was a division and a half above that. I was still going to the matches because you know, because I, I always said that I would do. Never, never, never stopped going. It wasn't a case of boycotting. It was a case of getting a movement together to change what was mm. happening in the club. Um, yeah. Anyway, should we should we move on from years of hurt to to another level of years of hurt? <laughs> that is fucking silly, um, mate. Every, every yeah, week, like you just knock it um, out of the park, Carl. You know what? I, I, had, I had two weeks um, off, and I sat there listening to him, and I was like, God, he's fucking good. He's, he's, he's good, him. And he misses, he's like, oh, my Russ. It's like, Russ, oh. Like, Russ, off the podcast, he's good. So like, oh, is he? But yeah, there you go, mate. I wonder, I wonder what yeah. he's been <laughs> <laughs> um, So, England, then. Um, obviously, through to the final... Last night, absolutely fucking brilliant. But I also want to take it back to the Ukraine match because our last podcast, we covered the Germany match. Um, we had Chloe on last yeah. week, didn't we? Chloe Beresford uh, from Curve A Calcio. Ooh, la, I think I pronounced 
I think I pronounced that right. Um, she gave me some tips last week. So she was on. She said she said Italy would beat Spain. She was confident of that, and 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 that came out as true. Um, and we were due to play Ukraine on the Saturday. So, what did we think about the Ukraine match? Apart from that, your Chernobyl knobheads. It was it was comfortable, wasn't it? D- dare I say it? It was very German. I, I thought I thought we, it was like watching Germany fifteen years ago. Just mm. no fucking about functional. And interestingly enough, speaking to Chloe last week, that's what she that was her sort of main mm. opinion of this England team was. We're almost we we made Germany yeah, look like yeah. England. Of years gone by, because when we played Germany and and Muller Muller missed that shot, that's a very yes. England thing to do. Um. <laughs> You know, but other, but you know, one nil down, and then get, then go ahead and lose, go go on and lose two nil. So the Ukraine match, yeah, I totally agree. It was it was it was um, it was pretty professional, wasn't it? It was. They were shit yeah. though, weren't they? Really? Yeah, but, you know what I mean? And, well, they, they, put, and they gave up, didn't they? I mean, England did yeah. what they needed to do. You're right, but I mean, it wasn't yeah. a test, was it? But really, you know, you know, you know well, I mean? but this, was, I mean, no. this seems to be people's main thing. Oh, England haven't played anybody. It's like, well, we tried to swap the four nil against Ukraine for a win over France, but they'd gone and got themselves knocked out. So there's not a lot they can do about that. <laughs> no, it was good. It was. It was like it was like a like a qualifier, yeah. wasn't it? Really, it was like you know, you're playing Ukraine. You expect to turn them over. You expect to probably beat them three or four nil, and we did. And we did it, yeah. But is it out of the pressure of? But we did it within the pressure of a tournament, which yeah. was was That's it, was yeah. more yeah. impressive. Yeah, because because in, in a qualifier, we we play most of these teams in qualifiers. You know, we we beat Spain away three 0 in a qualifier, or in the nation nation. You know, the Nations League. Yeah. When it comes to a tournament for England, it's just different, isn't it? Yeah. So the the fact that we we ease past them at four 0 I expect that whenever we play them, and but you know, because it was a tournament, there is added pressure. Yeah, and then you've got this is where you've got to give credit to Southgate in it for the the way that he has and the FA as well because you know we support clubs that have, that have really struggled and, and long term planning has been something that hasn't been you know really involved in 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 our in our pasts and and, and England struggled for a long time and and the FA have put it together with St George's Park and the the youth system and the under 21s, under 17s and all this kind of stuff and Southgate managing at those levels and then coming through. You know, it's 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 been a long time coming, hasn't it? And it's working, isn't it? It's working. Mm. And it's, yeah. It's and just the start as well. Because, I mean, yeah. a, a big criticism of Southgate was that you wouldn't, he, w- he wouldn't get any big club management jobs. Well, ne- neither would the fellow who's leaving the Germany job, but... Look at the last 15 years that he's given him. And I can see Southgate doing that and being in that job yeah. for the next 10, 15 years, to be honest. I think it's a perfect job for him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think international management and club management are yeah. totally different, aren't they? The way that, you know, you don't train with players every day. You know, you train, you see them, you get them together for a few days, um, like, you know, every couple of months. I think, I think what Southgate seems to have done really well, which he's sort of, he's like, he's like, He's like reignited a bit of passion yeah. in playing for your country, and it's almost like it's instilled in him like what what it means to play for your country. Because you see, like it, it it means a lot to him, and you've got these kids there that you know. I mean, for for a you know for so long, I've just thought, oh, you know, they don't care. Like, why if they don't care? Why should I care? And, but these these kids coming through are not are not burdened with that <laughs> the shy that we've had to yeah. go through. 
know, but they the almost however many years they almost become superstars for England before they become superstars for their clubs, though, don't they? As well, it's like mm. rather than it's this is the strategy which has been really impressive. It's like you know the it's international football will always go on. England are always going to need really good footballers, and there's going to need to be this this production line of managers and, and footballers. Like, but it's like in the past, it was like, well, wait till they become a big star at United, Chelsea, Liverpool, whatever, and then put them in the England team. Whereas now mm. it's like these lads from a young age are being schooled mm. and prepped to be in the England team through the setup, through the youth setup, and and they're making the debuts really early, and they all know each other as a result. And you know, it's it's completely different to back in the day when yeah, we had better players. We had Ashley Cole, Paul Scholes, Gerard Lampard, Owen, etc. But they all had this yeah. club rivalry going on, and that's what held mm. us back. They, they've learned, yeah. and the FA have done a, a great job with England. He's almost Southgate's almost running the England side in the same way that Guardiola runs City. I think I think he has he has made it like like a club a club set. Oh no, Nick! Does that mean we're never going to win the biggest prize of all? We've, <laughs> like the biggest Guardiola prize of all is the friends we've made along the way, Matt. We all, oh, we all know that's nice. That's nice. It's lovely to take us full Beautiful. circle there. Um, but, but no, no, it, it just seems like, yeah, the same. Rio, Rio Ferdinand said it as well. He, he talks a lot of shit normally on BBC, but he did say it's so different to when, yeah, when, when he was in the England squad and all the, all the Scouse players would sit on one table, all the United players on one, then all the London-based players would be on, on another separate table. It's, like, it's nothing like that now. And you, you, you can tell, you can see it a mile off in the way the players are with each other. Finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it, I think like going back to the Ukraine game and stuff. I think obviously, I think we were expected to beat them, weren't we? There was always that worry in the back of your mind that like, would would they slip up? Is this just going to be like typical England? But I think the way that they went about the business, got the early goal, got the goal just after our time as well, which which mm. really killed it. Um, in fact, it was like a bit of a bang bang one. It like with the with the two goals mm. not long after our time, and it was just. It was just professional, you know, and it, it was um, sort of didn't felt that yeah. relaxed watching it, to be honest, which is yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not it certainly wasn't last it. night. Watching the final, dear. No, no, <laughs> no. So just just one one point to make on the Ukraine match from my perspective. When, when I saw the lineups and I saw Zinchenko playing centre midfield, um, I just even my lad said, "What well, isn't he a left back for mm. City?" It's like, yeah. You know that's they, they've obviously they've obviously he's their best player. You know he's their marquee player, and they've had they've stuck him in the central midfield. Well, similar to what Austria do, do with David Alaba. So, well, Austria do the same with him. Yeah. Mm. I, I, well, I've got so I've got to step in there because I do think Zinchenko's actual position is is centre mid. I think he was signed by City as a centre mid, but I think he stepped in at left back. I think when I think it was when. Oh, that's told you, on it, Russell Colin, a, Russell Colin Mel Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think someone needs to have a word with Pep. I think I think he actually looks not too shabby in centre mid because he's a he's a yeah, yeah. Back, isn't it? <laughs> someone needs to tell Pep he's got he's he's got this all wrong. He's got a lot wrong. That's why they can't win the biggest prize. That is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right, well, that's put me right. I, I thought he was, yeah, I thought he was a left back, and I raised my eyebrow, and I was confident of the win because they were. I thought I could see they were trying to play the best players in positions that would have an effect, 
you know, most effect for them on, on the pitch. But yeah, you do, you've done what I used to do when I was watching last six years ago, where you'd think, oh, we've got this in the bag today. And then you'd feel really confident. And then about five minutes before kickoff, someone would go, <laughs> yeah. five. And you're like, I was so relaxed. Now you've just given me a worrying stat. <laughs> This is this is the thing about being an England fan, though, isn't it? Like being like, you know, who do you support? You meet someone on holiday. Oh, I support Oldham in England, or Stockport in England, or whatever. And they're like, oh, <laughs> unlucky. And it's like, I know. It's like I'm destined to never have any football yeah. success. Like I, I saw Oldham win the league in 1991 in the second division title, and that's it. Oh, I haven't no. seen anything else since then. I've seen like. Um, England get to a couple of semi-finals and stuff, and the heartbreak there. Oldham have done got to playoffs twice in League One and got relegated a few times. And like, so you kind of pin all your hopes on England winning something. And it's so it's like, you know, it's uh, so like when these things the things come round, it's like it's not just all the expectation of England that, that that's building up inside. It's just the expectation and, and desire to see a football team you support actually win something once in your bleeding life. You know what I mean? It's just, and that, and that's why it's a heartbreak. So like for me, like talking about the Denmark game, when, when, when we won it, the feeling for me was just relief. I just felt yeah. relieved that, that we got to the final. And now it's kind of like, mm. well, I'm not going to get too excited because I don't want my heart breaking again. And if we win, God only knows what I'm going to do. I'm going to react because that will be just like 30 years yeah. for me of pent-up <laughs> frustration coming out in, in one <laughs> big massive celebration. So it was huge to get that win last night. And I didn't care how we got it. The, the dodgy penalty, you know, was it a penalty? Wasn't it a penalty? Sterling did absolutely magnificently th- to win that penalty. And he got he better really as the, and, and as the we game, got it the game went on it. for two hours. And he, his extra time went on. He just got better. Yeah. Like a proper world-class player. Yeah. He just kept getting better. Yeah. It was and quicker immense. and more direct. I like it. He just, it's like he's yeah. truly arrived on the world scene. If Guardiola's thinking about selling him, I bet he's changed his mind now. Because that, that was quite... Yeah, sticking yeah. on been, that right-hand side. Oh, my word. But but that, that thing you just said about about Oldham and not winning anything, it, it definitely does feel like Oldham fans are, are going through yeah. a death by a thousand cuts because you've absolutely had nothing. You know, I know I know we've gone down to the National League North, but we won the fucking division. We've we've we got we yeah. got promoted through a playoff final in League Two. Do you know what I mean? We've 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 yeah. been promoted and you know that that kind of thing. So yeah, we, this we generation have success. had success, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but I've got Matt. I've got to like wholeheartedly agree with you on, on what you said about England. I I was the same last night. Mm. It was more relief for me, and and the Sunday I'm I'm totally I'm pretty relaxed about it because I know it's further than we've ever been, and all I can really think to is we we've got to a final now. All the players of generations before us, before this, up to, you know, obviously up to night night ninety sixty six, have never got that far. So we've got kids who have seen us go that far now, and players coming through who have who are going to learn from players who have got that far. So it just steps us up one, you know, one more rung of the ladder, if you like, onto the same same rung as Germany and Spain and, and France. That, that's that's even if we don't win. I, I think if we even if we don't win on Sunday, we've got more chance of getting into more finals now. Well, I think already we've made ourselves one of the, we're one of the elite elite nations in the world now, football wise. Now we've we've got put ourselves up there. We've put that top table now for me. And that, 
Yeah, like like Greece, like Greece did when they stamped their authority on on world <laughs> football uh, a number of years ago. But <laughs> it's different, and you know it's different. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like bringing that shit. Dave Long, yeah. Dave Long's <laughs> off this week. I thought we'd have one week without Devil's Bastard Advocate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the, no, no. I'm wearing a t-shirt. What says "Devil's Bastard Advocate" on it? So. <laughs> but you, you're completely right, though, Russ. About yeah, the performance doesn't matter now. It's just about getting over. That's what that's what's annoyed me the most about people's reaction to the perform going about how we're playing. So it doesn't matter. It, it's an opinion formed by people who've watched like a five-minute montage on YouTube sat with an awful drum and bass soundtrack of Man City's best goals, and they don't realise that there's defending to be done in between them all. They just think mm. City are just constantly throwing eight players forward on the, with these overlapping runs and everything. They don't realise that even teams like Man City have to defend. i tell you what, yeah. though, last night when, like you said, Russ, uh, sorry, Nick, um, about Sterling, yeah. Kane as well, like, was absolutely... Amazing last. He's all round general play. Some of the balls he played in, he was just fantastic. And and we've got to that like business end of the tournament now. And I feel that the big players are are, are coming into their best. Yeah, um, it's anyone's on. It's I mean, anyone's we, on. Sunday. We effectively played really without is. Kane in the group stage, but if that, if that's the price to pay for yeah. what we're getting from him now, then that, that, I'll I'll take that. Yeah, it's fine. Hmm. Absolutely fine. Definitely. Yeah. Something changed in him, didn't it? Because he looked, he looked sluggish. He looked tired. He looked like he was trying, but he wasn't able to do what he wanted to do. And I wonder if he was laboured. affected by the Ericsson thing. Um, and now well. he looks like a different player. Because he's, yeah, he's a big, big mate, weren't he, at Tottenham and everything. And, and yeah, I think it wasn't England's first game a day or two after that. So it's, it's going to play on your mind, surely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something's changed anyway for the better. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's great to see. I think I think what what's impressed me like about about us through the tournament as well is just how Southgate. I think probably every single line lineup when it's been announced, I've, I've thought I'm not sure about that. Like you know, and I think, but I think he, he's just he's got it. He's like tactically, he's just yeah. got it right every single time. I think the only time it mm. didn't was against Scotland when he, he probably yeah. could have made different subs in order to um, get us over the line, and he and he didn't. But other than that. It's been like his, his tactics have been immaculate. Like you know, in the, first, in the Croatia game, we closed Modric down, which is what exactly what we needed to do. Um, you know, the Germany game, we were just we were just efficient. We were just it, we, we we got better as the game went on. You know, the substitutions were the right ones. It was the same. It was the same last night. Like you know, he got. I think he got the subs right, moving mm-hmm. Sterling over to the right. Um, I think it worked. You know, and and it's like even. Even though there were so many like kids in the in, in the team, I think one of the things that impressed me the most, frustrated me, and impressed me in equal measure was was an injury. You know, was an injury time um, when they just um, they kept hold of the ball for probably about two and a half minutes. Yeah, that was that was amazing. Right, yeah, yeah. To try and, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. and they just kept to run to the corner, bring it back, possession football, and it was like you know you've got like a kid running through there who could who could you know create an opportunity for somebody else or have a go themselves. And they chose not to. They managed to keep a level head, like even even at that point in a in a major tournament semi final. And I just thought that that's men, that's mentality. Like that that comes yeah. top. It's, it's what I think it's 
kind of what Croatia did to us. Because if, if, am I right in thinking that, it's, it, that the events were a complete reverse of the Croatia match in the World Cup? We scored a free kick in the first half. Yeah, yeah. They equalised and then they won in the yes. In oh, time, uh, very good. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so, it, and, and that to, that to me, I mean, obviously, it's it's not planned for that, but that's that's that to me, Southgate learning and and preparing the team to be ready for these scenarios again. Yeah, you and know. he got it right again. He got it right with his substitutions in terms of leaving them till later on in the game, didn't it? Because the Danes were sort yeah. of getting a bit desperate and throwing players yeah. on a bit earlier and stuff. And Southgate held off. So by the time extra time came, we looked fresh. We had energy. We were yeah. we, we were still covering the ground. And like you said, Nick, Sterling just got stronger and faster as he went on. Declan Rice yeah. was immense yesterday. The ground he covered and the energy levels in him. And then he took him off and brought Henderson on. It's just a great substitution. It's just a great... He can just bring on quality for quality, the right person for the right position. And I mean, it's, 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 it's really exciting because we really, really have a chance on Sunday to win the Euros. Like it's, we, we've gone up against the team that probably have looked the best team in the tournament, the most exciting team in the tournament. And I, I don't fear yeah. them. I think we can beat them. They, they, have, they have looked exciting Italy, and let's in fact let's move on to the to the game on Sunday. They have looked exciting, but they've also looked. Um, I don't want to say wobbly, but not as not as controlled mm. and as structured as we have at the yeah. back. There's goals to be had with that back. If we can get Chiellini and and, and Bonucci to to come out and, and and you know drag them out of there, I think there's loads to be had because we yeah. are getting down, yeah. we're getting wide, aren't we? We're getting crossing. the pace. The pace we've got. Um, it- for, for all the talk of oh oh god it's Italy, and I know it strikes a bit fear when you've done it. There's a lot. I think it's a very romantic game, isn't it? England Italy. Of, of all the mm. possible ties, all the possible yeah. finals, I think I think that's, there's a certain romance to it. But yeah, Italy Italy worried about mm. us. For all the all, all the all the people saying oh fucking yeah, it's of Italy. Yeah. Well, there's, there's no way they'll fancy coming up against us like this. No way. At, at Wembley, at Wembley, with with the the sheer pace yeah. that we've got against a couple of forty year olds at the back. Well, that goal that yeah. uh, Morata scored against them uh, was just a quick one too, a burst yeah. of pace, and, and the goalkeeping right through. through it. I mean, people like, say yeah. Pickford's you know, a bit shaky, but Donnarumma for Italy, he, he went the wrong way on a one on one. I've never, I don't think. I've, he, well, he, he, yeah, I've, he made I've never seen that before, before where he, he just said, yeah, I've he was... hit that side, mate, go on. It's, <laughs> it's like when you press the triangle button on FIFA to just put it... your keeper to one side. Yeah. Well, he obviously thought he was going to do this, this the standard go for the opposite corner. Well, he bloody striker, did it, didn't he? That's what strikers do. But he went down before kickoff. So Morata just went, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> it's, to be fair, this was Morata. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donnarumma, Donna, Donna the goalkeeper who made Murata look good. <laughs> he has made some he good has, saves yeah. as well, though, in yeah. fairness to him. He, he has made some good yeah. saves. He made a great save in that game, got got down really low and tipped it around the post. But, it's uh, not shit, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm speaking from experience, especially during the lockdown, but I, he's paid, he's, he's, he's an absolute shocker. It's like, it's like De Gea. Like standards, it's really bad. It's like, it's like someone's just gone in and put, like, picked up a load. Of, like, <laughs> got, a bit, got a bit of prick stick and like, just shoved it on. Oh, what is it? Monkey face? 
<laughs> Google that one, kids. Google that one. Make sure your mum. Make sure your mum's not looking. <laughs> or your missus doesn't see your your, your search history. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do it now. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. Um, and then we'll just hear, we'll just hear Matt laughing in the background in a minute. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. The, the, <laughs> is that genuine Nick? I'm just, I'm just going over dictionary. Oh. oh what 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 a day. What a day. Hannah, Hannah get the scissors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what a night! Oh, oh we're, we're in a European final. We're joking about sex acts. It's, it's a, oh, we're, we're all mates, aren't we? <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I imagine that there'll be a, a baby boom about nine months after Sunday, won't there? Yeah. If uh, if we do win it, and there might be some a few monkey faces knocking about. <laughs> <laughs> Not the country. <laughs> oh, is, is, that the, is that the podcast title? Uh, I right don't now. know. I think there's certain connotations. No? Is, is no one else worried <laughs> no, about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably, have, you, yeah. have you got quite a big monkey listenership? Does it go out by the Chester Zoo every week? <laughs> <laughs> um, so back, back to the Denmark match. Don't come back to the Denmark match now. <laughs> oh God! No, no, I want to. I want to. I want to. Um, the goal that the only goal that we've conceded, and it, it was a free kick, so not even from open play. Do you think Pickford could have done better? Well, are, we still, are, we still, are we still on monkey face? This, I don't this know. must be how they, feel, how they feel on the BBC coverage, except we're actually laughing at something, unlike Micah Richards. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a reason for us to be laughing. That was, that was actually the... I mean, we, we can laugh about it now because Christian Eriksen didn't die. But um, the, when, when that happened, when that happened and they were showing it on BBC... And I said to miss, my missus, like, oh, can we turn this off? It's horrible. I was like, nah, because I tell you what, Micah Richards is in that studio and he's going to have to sit there for 15 minutes and not laugh. And I, I shall not be missing this. And, oh, oh, what what an uncomfortable 15 minutes he was having. You could, he, he didn't know what to do. He just had to sit there in silence. That's all, that's all he's offering. Yeah. He does laugh I, at anything, doesn't he? If, he's, if you're sitting in a room with Alan Shearer and you're laughing, then I don't think you've got a decent sense of humour, to be honest. <laughs> How do we feel about the... Um, what's, what's been our highs and lows of the coverage on both channels? Ooh. Well, I started watching it in Ireland because I've just moved back from Dublin, so ah. I watched it on RTE. Um, so... Which is which is not. I hate the adverts on mm. ITV. There's too many of them. Uh, RTE is not too bad over there, but the the standard of coverage isn't great. Um, I think I think you can't beat the BBC for just yeah, because they don't yeah. have adverts, and it's just you, you can yeah. get more in depth, can't you? 
about what, stuff. What's your, what's your punditry team on, on, on RTE then? Uh, well, for, for a long time in the studio, it used to be Johnny Giles, who used to play for Leeds. Um, Eamon... Oh, Eamon Dunphy, Murphy, isn't it? Is it called Eamon Murphy? Yeah. Eamon Dunphy, sorry, yeah. Uh, Liam Brady. And they all used to just sit there and argue and, and slate how bad Ireland were. And, and, and it was quite, it was like looking, like watching a lot of, load of drunk men in the pub um, argue about football. So it was quite entertaining. But they've all gone <laughs> off to a hospice or something now. Um, so um, so uh, it's now it's just like Liam Brady, Kevin Doyle, um, oh, Damien Duff. Um, Bunch of saddles. Yeah, better players than that. Yeah, it's not. Is this the lineup for our celebrity? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. It's not. It's it's not great, but like you know, ITV. I've got good people on, but they have to rush through everything, don't they? Because there's another advert coming through. You can tell Roy Keane gets very angry at being rushed. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 trigger point. It's pretty low. Anyway, isn't it? he's, he's yeah, been my yeah. favorite. I, I, I love Roy Keane as a pundit. I think he's great. Yeah, and in terms like of the commentary well. team, yeah. you can't go wrong with Tilsley and McCoy. I know you're not a Tilsley fan, Russ. No, no. I'm with. No, I'm, with I'm not Russ. normally, I'm but not I think McCoy makes him. McCoy uh, dials, dials him back a bit. McCoy makes him more tolerable. I think. They are they are, they are the, the ITV power. <laughs> yeah. Sam Matterface last night when the final whistle went, he said, I'll take the day off work tomorrow, you deserve it. So I don't think that's gonna wash Sam. I don't, I don't think if you if, you, if you, <laughs> I don't think fucking Johnny Ten numbers off Twitter ring, ringing into his uh, his building site in the morning going, Oh I'm not coming today, boss. Sam Matterface on ITV said I said I could have the day off. Don't think it's gonna wash. <laughs> I noticed on Twitter today that some of the bus services in Oldham weren't yeah. running because they were understaffed. <laughs> you know what? If, so if I, was... I don't know if they if, if they arrived yeah, at work and they get breath yeah. tested or something, or they just didn't bother breath showing te- up. Breath but... tested. Oh, there's roll up the South Pole. With there's there's no booze on your breath. You can't drive. <laughs> yeah. I, I quite like the, the, the BBC coverage. To be honest, I think it. it I thought. Having like Klinsman, Shearer, and, and Lineker, I, I enjoy listening to strikers talk about being a striker. Yeah, especially especially good ones. And I think that like just talking about the movement and all that, and I, yeah, I just I just find it dead interesting that all these you know people can like sit in a room and go, yeah, well, this is how I did it, it's how I did it. Da, 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 da. So yeah, I, I quite I quite like listening to uh, quite like listening to them. There was, I think there was a bit when Rio Ferdinand was on then, they were talking about pre-match rituals, and he was like. Well, all these different players have got their own thing, and and he said, "Oh, mine was to like, you know, um, I think he said he did put his shirt out so he walked on the pitch and he poured a bottle of water over his head." And they said, "Well, Jurgen, what do you do before a game?" And he just went, <laughs> "Macchiato." <laughs> like, it is very Sunday league, that though, isn't it? Bottle yeah. of water over your head. Macchiato. <laughs> I live near Charlton, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I can I raise a point about um, diversity? Well, the, the group. Um, on, on, yeah, because <laughs> I mean I've been dying to talk about them um, all, all episode. Um, but you know, I mean, obviously now like women's football is uh, a lot more um, prevalent, and, and there's a lot more women footballers and ex footballers and, and all the rest of it. <laughs> Some of these 
uh, broadcasters are, are shoehorning female commentators and co-commentators in to meet the diversity quota, which mm. they're not quite up to the standard. Is that fair to say? And they, and they're kind of spoiling some of some of the games because I've got obviously got no um, no issue with anybody as long as they know what they're talking about. Be, you know, being a, a commentator or a co-commentator on a football match, but certainly in Ireland, <laughs> they were they were trying to fill that diversity quota by by putting female co-commentators in and stuff and. They were there basically just repeating what happened, you know what I mean? And and, and not talking about it in any kind of analytical way. And it was yeah. it was detracting from the football. So I mean, you know, it can be I mean, I don't there's obviously men that, that go on and aren't any good. Danny Mercy! Well, oh. They're the best people in for the job, what? isn't it? Do you not like yeah, Danny Murphy? Lee, yeah. Oh, Lee, Lee, Dixon Lee Dixon is a though, big well, useless sack of doubt. Oh, my God. It really is. That was over. one of the biggest moments <laughs> in English football, and then it just got He's he's fucking commentating on now. He's very grumpy. Like yeah. he just sounds depressed, doesn't he? Yeah. When he's doing it. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you've got to get the right people in. Whether they, be, I mean, was it Gemma Hay- Emma Hayes, the England manager? Emma Hayes. She was, yeah, she yeah. was absolutely brilliant. I think like, her and Alex Scott are the best two on at the moment for like, me. Across all of, I think really across good. all of football, yeah, yeah. television. I, I think it's I think it's patronising to just put in. Oh, we mm. we need to get a woman on, get her in. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's patronising to everybody. It's like just get good people in who who, who are good at what they do. It don't matter. Yeah, which makes you wonder what Jermaine Genius is doing. I know, but I th- I... <sighs> yeah, you know, there's people that that that, that are getting away with murder, in, aren't there? You know, that shouldn't really be shouldn't really be on there, but but they are for I whatever I, reason. I, I... I think it's I think it's just a sign of where the women's game is at, and the women's game is getting better every season. They're getting better players. They're getting you know players coming from abroad and all that from the US even. So it's just a sign of that. So the the women that they've got commentating, I agree that the two best mm. are Alex Scott and Emma Hayes. Emma Hayes when she was on there uh, commentating, I don't know what yeah. match it was. She just sounded like she'd been doing it for years. Yeah, and she knew exactly what she was talking about. Did, others, she did the Denmark, not so much. Denmark Belgium game, I think it was that she did. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, and it was that she, she just spot on. She saw, she saw loads. But this is the thing: she she saw stuff in the game yeah. that you didn't see and that you weren't yeah. looking for. And she she pointed it out to you, and you were like, "All oh, right, yeah, that's that's great." Yeah. You know, that's yeah. That's what you want. I mean, it's, it's sort of Gary Neville levels, isn't it? You know, you, you look at you look at um... level Neville. Oh, was that level? But Lee Dixon last night. Lee Dixon was was uh, Sam Matterface as well. He's I, I usually put them all on mute, to be honest, unless it's that um, Darren Fletcher, quite like him, on BT. But yeah, so um, but Emma Hayes, Lee, Lee Dixon, he's, he's just fucking useless. Ali McCoist is is slightly better. Danny Murphy, you might as well. Steve McManaman, I just switch you off. Well, there's no fucking point. I've got. A, can I make a suggestion? You know, for the final, can if I put it on mute and then I just ring you, uh, Russ and Nick. Oh, will will you do the commentary for us? Because that would be, yeah. be pretty good. Do that instead. Yeah. We, do you know what? Last year, all the games were, uh, were streamed at County, and there was a guy from the North East who supports County, uh, and he did the live for the, stream. For the away, for the away ones, wasn't it? Yeah, he was good. For the away, for the away I like ones, the Geordie yeah. accent. Anyway, it's very relaxing, as long as it's not punching a police horse. <laughs> So yeah, and 
you want Emma, uh, Emma Hayes then? Anyway, when, like, when, on, when, on the same when, night that Emma Hayes think... provided like, the fantastic insight on the Belgium game, I think it was the same day when Spain played and it was on BBC and Danny Murphy said, as Piliquette is a good player. It's like, fucking hell, Danny. Really? What, what, is it his 10 years in the Premier League and winning every trophy that's given you that idea? Christ. He's been probably yeah. like practising his name which is, all night. Which, like, is, which, is more, which is a lot more than Jermaine Genius bothers to do. <laughs> Jermaine Genius doesn't bother to memorise the names of any opposition players. And he's probably going to be on the BBC commentary on Sunday night for the final, I'd imagine. Is it... Oh, I don't say Danny Murphy's got that kind of tone, like Michael Owen, on he? Just that kind of drawl, which is just like... Yeah. Even does even if you were saying something interesting, you, you, you wouldn't notice. Well, there was a game on BBC last week where voice. they had Danny Murphy on, and I thought, oh, what I'll do... Because on the iPlayer, you can put the Five Live commentary on. I thought, well, it's got to be better than Danny Murphy. So I switched to the Five Live commentary, and it was Martin Keown. And you're just saying, out, out of the frying pan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's the got, actual he's, football he's, then. he's got a bit of a dodgy bird as well. And I, don't, I don't want to drag the conversation. <laughs> Back to Mulcair. Yeah, you know, <laughs> all, all relatively soon. <laughs> There's people listening to this going, you lads have... have <laughs> it's very rich coming from you lads waffling yeah. shite like yeah. this about yeah. football. Criticising yeah, all get these a woman illustrious in. players. <laughs> we should. <laughs> oh, so, sorry, it's got confused awesome. for a minute there. Awesome. <laughs> Next week, <laughs> we'll be joined by <laughs> Michelle Marsh. <laughs> so, the final then on Sunday, um, I think you, we, we said before it could go either way. What are the who are the key players to look out for? What you know. Standouts for Italy, maybe. Yeah, which, which makes pretty you feel decent. old because I remember his dad yeah, scoring in Euro '96. But the first yeah, yeah, I always yeah, getting on a bit, isn't it? And yeah, oh, shame in it. Have we, have we got any? Uh, sorry, this takes away. Have we got any? Who's our lads of dads? If you like, why is it we not got like you know? Ben Shearer <laughs> for England and stuff like that. Are they too young? Or what's what's the crack? Why haven't you know? Where's where's Wayne Lennon? <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, he's only under twenty ones. Well, where are they? All? Where, where are they all? Steve, you could have gone lower than that. Surely. I think we could probably guess yeah, where Wayne Lennon there. is. Let's be honest. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, he's yeah. not now since I've done the lights. The dirty bastard. Oh, he's, he's horrible. He really is. If, <laughs> Gary Lineker must wake up every morning and just look at his phone to see if he's had a call to say his brother's died in some like surfing accident or something. He's like, oh, he, he slipped on the, it was wet, it was raining, and he slipped on the decking and cracked his head and died. But every morning, Gary's just like, come on. I would be. I would be. Um, so yeah Enrique Chiesa not Enrique it's his dad isn't it is it Federico Chiesa Federico sweet this is what I have to do I I have to hold on to it like a kite every every episode like like a weird looking kite (laughs) some some weird looking kite that you won't let your kids touch (laughs) like a 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Facts of Klopp as the fucking thing. <laughs> Just, you know, if, I don't know if you're thinking about any new merch for your podcast, but uh, a Nick Kites would be a really, good, <laughs> a really good piece of merch with his face on it. <laughs> I'd buy one. <laughs> so, yeah, for the third time, uh, Federico Chiesa. Yeah, he's um, all right, isn't he? <laughs> he's all right, isn't he? Yeah. Who else? Uh, maybe Lockett Lock I think he's probably uh, yeah but he's not as you say in Oldham he's not catching though is he no no he's not I think he's looked impressive when he's come on but mm. yeah, he's, not, he's not he's not catching every game is he but um, you got him all as well haven't you Q, Q <laughs> jokes about him being immobile yeah. One, <laughs> which one is it who looks like uh, the bastard son of Rio Ferdinand I and Roberto Baggio that might be De Rossi actually what's he yeah. called no, it's not De Rossi. No, 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 it? Um, uh, Verratti. Oh, what's he called? But... Verratti. Oh. Uh... Who? No, it's not him either. But there's one of them who looks like, it looks like if you Photoshop those two faces together, that's what it looks like. Um... I think it's Insignia. Is it not Insignia? Insignia, isn't that? Wasn't that new Insignia? <laughs> that's that's Vauxhall, that an aftershave on it. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Yeah, He's I mean, this is not. This is the kind of cutting edge football analysis that's well, missing that on, on mainstream. Get in touch through the radio. We all is. When you when you finish playing the best of Limal and Kajagugu, give us a call and we'll do a football show for you. It, do you ever finish playing the best of of those, of it's, those it's musicians? Or is it just shit. Really is. Really is. <laughs> with, with like the odd ninety minutes of a county home game commentary in between. And then straight straight back to Spandau Ballet, and, and then a massive hit from Toto. I think we all know what that's going to be. Oh, you you keep on hanging on there. They'll hang on after the adverts. Oh God, I wonder which Toto song they're going to play. And then they play "Hold the Line," and you're like, "Fair play, lads. Fair play." <laughs> no, that that's quite, that's quite a good uh, little link. Back yes, into <laughs> I was, I was used to get really confused on the radio where the, you know, like they're going off to like an app and they'd say like, "Oh, you know," and then coming up afterwards, we've got like hot chocolate and abba, and then you like, must have done a duet. It was like really weird combos. It started with a Fernando. <laughs> Smashing it up. Um, I'm I'm not very. I don't know the names of the Italian players, mate. So I don't know um, who to point out. Just going back to your question, um, I this think is a very, very effective unit of the show, this, isn't it? And that, that's 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 my uh, that's my um, input onto that's, that. Yeah, that's the depth. I know that um, Emerson came in at left back because I want to say. Yeah, I want to say Spazioni, but I don't know where I've got that from. <laughs> but Sp- <laughs> Spinozola is injured, so he's, he, I think, I think he was a contender player of the tournament for me. Yeah, 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 he was. And, and then, the, and then after, after they beat Spain, yeah, they held up his shirt good. like he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and a bit of you did yeah. when you saw that. I'm guessing. <clears throat> Like, like Gary Lineker would hold his phone when yeah. his, his brother does. <laughs> I'll tell you, when, when uh, Wayne Lineker dies, there'll be more than just phones being held up, I tell you. There'll be traffic being held up by me. I'll be da- dancing in the middle of it. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, if we go through the Italian team, there's a few really that stand out. I mean, they've got a really good team, you know, with Insigne. I think that's who you're referring to before. Immobile, Chiesa, Jorginho obviously plays for Chelsea, Verratti, Barella. Um, where the, I think where the weakness is, is down that left-hand side, because it's Emerson who's not been playing for Chelsea. Um, and... Benucci and Chiellini because because they're thirty six and did anyone else enjoy Chiellini's antics before the Spain party yeah. out? Yeah, can you? Yeah, oh, what, was weird, to Kane? what was he trying to do? Because that's what's going to happen, isn't it? If it goes to penalties, exactly. No, that's no. why Spain lost. No. <laughs> can I just say, is there any chance of us getting Emerson in uh, for a charity match with Paul? <laughs> 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 Pop pickers. <laughs> well, there's, there's like four listeners who are going to be sat there now, just nodding, going, "Yeah, yeah, them's my people." <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> it's jazz podcast. It's jazz tired. podcasting, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Okay, uh, so I think we've done that. What about standout <laughs> players for the tournament? Who's, your, who's been your standout player for the tournament? It doesn't have to be England, it can be anybody. Oh, Raheem anyone, Sterling for me. I'm, no, no bias intended, but I think even from a neutral's point of view, he, he dragged us through the early games where we weren't firing all cylinders, and now everyone else is performing. He's just gone up another level. Yeah. You'd have to agree. I mean, it's about it's it's about consistency in it. Once you get to this to this point, like who's managed to turn it on all the way through? It's all right having one one or two good games, isn't it? But you know, you've managed to play really well in four, five, six games. Then, I mean, like you just mentioned, some of the Italians there, Nick. Uh, I always get you mixed up, Russ. Basically, because uh, you're like the same person, yeah. aren't you? Basically, wearing those underpants. Um, <laughs> it goes off point. I, I, really I just, just wish you never watched it. It's like trying to keep the in a bath, and it's trying to keep you on track. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You were saying, Matt, about something. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean. Busquets was, Busquets was good for Spade, yes. wasn't he? Um, they got quite mm. far. Um, Olmo was yeah, pretty good for Spain, wasn't he? For the first time Young in lad. ages, I yeah. didn't know half the people. That Spain squad could have just been regens or football manager, as far as I was concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said exactly the same thing to me, Mrs. They just look like regens, don't they? It's weird seeing a Spain team like that where Busquets and, and, and Jordi Alba are really the only ones you know. Uh, Pedri, who is that young who man, that 18-year-old? And he's with Barcelona, very desperate for yeah. money, and he's got a €70 million Euro release clause. So if if clubs aren't knocking Barcelona's door down for him right now, I don't know what's going on. He was absolutely qualified. Uh, is he going to end up I don't know if he'll link up with Madden and Reed, to be honest. I don't know. I, I think... I think Smashing that I seventeen think, million I think it's transfer to John record that, you, that you've spent on, yeah, we'll, pa- we'll, we'll right. pass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's... probably been slept before, hasn't it? Okay, we'll uh, we'll take him on a season long loan and assess him. But I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's good for him, that, wasn't it? It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, option option to buy. The climate, isn't it? He'll, he'll experience <laughs> a different footballing climate. So when he does have to do it on a rainy night at Stoke, he'll be all right. When you said it was good for the climate, then I thought you said yeah. when, oh, he, you when he signed for you, bring the sunshine, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> 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 for the climate if he signs for us. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you always take the with you. He's brought his own. I'll tell you what, if he, yeah. if he did sign him, it'd be a powerhouse, wouldn't it? He's brought his own personal beach. Oh, oh no, that's the cash mode, isn't it? It's all downhill from here, which is, which is weird considering uh, what we've covered tonight. I can just imagine. I was going to say, I can imagine the comments on it, just people going, I, I listened to this episode of the uh, Scar Bagara World podcast and it did not do. Well, but people don't tend to review it. To they just, I think they just listen to it and it was... sit there bewildered until the next one comes out. All right. I'll tell you what. When, I, when we promote this, I'll put it on the older Johnny, Johnny, good lad. Standout plays for you, Steve. Anyone? Um, I think I was. To be honest, after having probably not the most impressive season, I think seeing De Bruyne, we just showed his class. I think for Bell. Mm. Um, mm. I thought Lukaku was was really good as well. Um, uh, I mean, like. The guy from the Czech Republic, yeah. is it Schick, is it? Schick, yeah. Yeah, I thought, I'd, I'd, if I'm honest, I'd not really heard of him prior to the tournament. Um, and obviously announced himself for that goal against Scotland, didn't he? But yeah, he, he looked good. Um, and I think, to be honest, I've, I've, the Italy games that I've watched, hope it's not an omen for Sunday, but um, Chiesa just, he's really impressed me. I just think he's got everything that you need as a striker you know he's he's he's, he's strong he's decent in the air like he, he just he's got a good touch um i i did wonder when he broke through whether it was just gonna be a case of oh yeah you know he's got a bit of a gig because of, because of his dad but yeah he's, he he's, like he's no uh he's him. no jordi cruyff is he he's more casper schmeichel than jordi cruyff put it that way <laughs> yeah um but i think i think like I think Sterling has been. I, I've always been a bit of a critic of, of Sterling. I think like, you know, I know he's. I know he's I'm probably sound like my dad here, but like, if he's not scoring goals, what's he doing? But he, <laughs> he, you know, he, he, I think this tournament he's 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 produced. I think he's, he's taken it. He's taken it up a notch again after not having a great domestic season. He's probably had a bit of, bit of criticism. Maguire's been the now. same for me as well. Maguire's one who's been Steen, criticised was... a lot for his club form this season, but. It just goes to how good Maguire is when he's got one of the best defences in Europe with him, rather than fucking Lindelof and De Gea and with Fred and, Fred and Pogba losing the ball in front of him. He made he's made a difference yeah. since he come, since the since he came back in. Definitely, I think I think when you look across the England team and Steve, that was that was like virgin on actual analysis. Fair play. Um, I know, you, sorry, that, that was that was actually pretty good. In fairness, um, but. The England team has had a lot of like unsung heroes. Mm. I think like John Stones has been brilliant. 
Kyle Walker's he had a couple of dodgy he had a bit of a dodgy start. He's been brilliant. I think like Declan Rice has been in terms of like unsung heroes and just literally doing all the dirty stuff, just running around, marking people, filling space, winning the ball. Like he's done brilliantly. So I think the England team has been full of really, really good performances, but not the necessarily the kind of mm. performances that that stand out and and probably the kind of problems you don't notice in other teams because yeah. you don't know who you're watching but you know what I mean like yeah. because mm. it's England you notice them so I think there's been some really good performances throughout the tournament from England individuals yeah definitely um, okay let's let's wrap it up because um, we're getting on for an hour and a half score predictions then for oh, Sunday Nick oh Nil-nil uh, after 90 minutes, nil-nil after extra time. Football fo- football to be the winner. <sighs> Fuck off, Nick. <laughs> no, uh, on- honestly, honestly, I think 2-1 t- England. I, d- I don't know if it'd be normal time or extra time. I'm hoping normal time, but I, I do think 2-1 two- two- England, I think, yeah. I think we might have to come from behind again, though, possibly. Okay. Matt? Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, I was I was no. going to say two one to England um, before he did, but um, I I think I mean it, mm. finals can be very cagey, can't they? Uh, because it's mm. the final, so you England have we've not let a goal in in open play. So can the Italians break us down in open play? Um, you know, we've scored in every game apart from the the Scotland game. Um, it's really hard to call. It's like, um, yeah, it's only going to be an odd goal, isn't it? I'm going to say, I'll say one nil. I'm going to say one nil to England in in uh, in normal time. Very, very, good. very optimistically. Good, good, good. Steve, I think I'm probably going to I'm going to go two one England after extra time. I think I think the Italians are going to come out of the blocks. Because that's what they tend to do, you know, high tempo and all that, and and I think they will score, but I just feel as though we've got enough composure and and there's enough depth in there that it'll we'll see it through. So I think I think well I, I think I agree. Well, I'll probably have to come from behind then, but I think we'll I think we'll nick it an extra time. Fair enough. Yeah. So we're all going for wins for England, obviously. Obviously, are, are you not going for any? Can. I thought maybe you were going to go for an Italian win, Russ. Just to no, think. no. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for two one after extra time, England. So you've all gone for the same score, yeah? I I went for one nil because he it's, went for. Yeah. So you know, no one's no one's. You're not I, playing think, I think Italy will score. Yeah. yeah, I think Italy will score. Yeah, I think I. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's probably <clears> likely um, that there will be. More than one one goal in it, but I'll take one nil. I'll take anything. As long as we <laughs> fucking win it, I'll take anything. And it will come home. Mm. Right. So let's leave it there. Thank you. Thank Cheers you, to Ross. Nick Thank for joining us, as always. What, how how many years has it been now, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> No, since oh. we've been doing this. Coming on, Did that's you what you call it, is it? Coming on. Come, these <laughs> these two chumps have come on. 
<laughs> hey, stop laughing. It's a monkey face. Any excuse. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you said chimps. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, How many years? It's, uh, been, it's been about, come on. It's been about five, five or six. Don't fuck that cat for us. Yeah, it has. It's been it's been six. We've been going seven years. Well, it's, it's been six. We're now yeah, seven I've been involved years. for six years. So I'd, I'd say you've truly been going go. for six years. You know, yeah, yeah. That that year that year you were just waiting, weren't you? <laughs> you, you were waiting for a girl like me. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, a massive thank you to Steve Shipman for coming on. Cheers, Steve, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me, Paul. No problem. And Matt, big thanks to you as well for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for, very much for having me. No problem. And um, good luck with the podcast and everything you guys do with Oldham. Um, we'll, uh, I'll be listening every week to your podcast anyway, so really hope it goes well for you. Just to remind everybody, you can get this content on the Fan Hub app. If you haven't got that, download it. Choose Stockport County as your team. If you're an Oldham fan listening, Oldham run it. And it is, it is the Boundary Park Alert System. Get it installed and choose Oldham. We get... Royalty is kind of for, the, for for you listening to us via the app, and uh, it's a bit of an app that's that's kicking off. So uh, yeah, get it installed. And Dave's blog is still available in the Fan Hub app as well. You can get that through there, or you can go to our website, all the W's Scarfgarawar.co.uk. Uh, and I think that's it. Cheerio, so everybody, say cheerio. Cheerio, cheerio. cheerio. Bye. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.